it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. This episode features the return of Sarah Perry. You might recognize her from episode 73, 213, and 167. I know I did those in out of order, but she's back as part of the Best Of series. Uh, She now holds the record for the most times being a guest on Singles Only. A record previously held by multiple people, but now she's on four, so... Who wants to be the next one to be here fourth? Fun episode. No voice of reason. We don't need it. We just talk about a lot of fun stuff and what's changed in our life since she's last was here on episode 213 where Marty DeRosa was the voice of reason. I'm on the road this week. Check me out. I will be at, uh, con- uh, where am I? Oh, Milwaukee Improv with uh, Rob Little. Check that out. Uh, June 30th through the second and then next week i'm at the laugh-in in fort myers comic club headlining that club one of my favorite venues july 7th through the 9th check out all my other upcoming dates at paulfcomedy.com i've got some upcoming dates coming in dc florida chicago and uh i don't remember where else because i don't think that far ahead get my shirt Better Call Paul shirts are available on my website, paulfcomedy.com, or if you get them through me, all the proceeds go to Parkinson's Foundation. That's pfarvar at gmail.com. So if you buy a shirt, you're a good person. If not, you're going to hell. Subscribe, review, tell your friends. Uh, I'm going to start reading some of the nice reviews we get, too. So please, 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 please review. Even if you've only listened to a couple episodes and you like it. If you don't like it, don't review. Please don't review. God, don't do that. That sucks. Also, check out our sponsors. Okay. I know it's all fun and games. My Better Call Paul spiels on stage or my shirts that say Better Call Paul. Uh, Donating a lot of the money for charity, by the way. Uh, PaulFcomedy.com. You can get your shirt as always, but here's the thing. If you actually need a lawyer, you have to get professional help. So if you're injured on the job, you don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to, or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own, and don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime TV. Call someone that really knows what they're doing, someone that's helped workers who were injured for over 20 years in Chicago and beyond. My good friend, attorney Scott Shapiro. He is your man. Give him a call. Here's the thing. He also handles entertainment law, whether you're a comedian, a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, anything. He's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give him a call, 312-627-1650, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. All consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro, 312-627-1650, scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're welcome. Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farve here. No voice of reason unnecessary at this time because we have a veteran of the Singles Only Podcast returning as part of our Best Of series. You might remember her from episode 73, 164, (laughs) 
213 <laughs> and part of six, the very first season of Singles Only Podcast. Part of the Drink Day Laugh family. Part of, if, if I had a niece that I wasn't related to that was white and lived in a rural town, it would be this woman, Sarah Perry. Hey, <laughs> that's, that's so specific. I'm honored I could be your white niece. Well, I mean, I have two nieces you who do. are half white. Okay, so. so it's not a stretch. <laughs> My comedy niece. There you go. How's that? I love that. Yeah, we've. I've known you since you were just a A really a long time, I realized the other day. Yeah. Like seven years, I think. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You were a, a young server at Laugh Factory that I, was, I saw some promise in. No one else did. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I brought you on to a show that I created called Singles Only, then called Drink Day Laugh. Everyone was against it. Everyone was like, who's this broad? I believe you. Ross Kelly, uh, Andrew Sitter, strongly (laughs) against it. And I was like, no, 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 I think think it'll work. Yeah. Curtis Shaw flag at the Laugh Factory hated you. There's no way. It was between you and a few people. I know I that. that. You've told me that. Yeah. Yes, you've told me that. And I was the one who was like, no, I think this one's the one. And yeah. I was right. And yeah. then uh, since that time, you've just ignored all of us. and just No, I haven't. <laughs> but you gave me my first shot at being on a show. And then Jonah Jerkins let me intern for his show and oh, r- around yeah. the same time. So those the pony two. Show. The pony show. Uh, yeah, Blind Bet. So Blind it, was, bet, yeah. it was like those were my two. And I was working the door. And then for you guys, I was passing out papers and those were my two our like, show was i you were do interactive you were doing oh, definitely. a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. crowd work and yeah. stuff like that which is has basically made you the comedian you are so. but that's how i got to know like everybody was being a part of those two shows that's how i like learned who everybody was and like you're welcome yeah thank you that's what i'm trying to say <laughs> thank you that being said uh <laughs> last time you were on this podcast you were in a dark place we all were <laughs> yeah. it was uh the pandemic, the parts of the pandemic that were the darkest, I think the first, what was it, like the first six months of it? Or was mm-hmm. it? Yeah. You yeah. had just gotten dumped. Yeah. And uh, we had a special voice of reason, uh, Marty DeRosa, uh, helping out. Who was, knew? The guy that dumped me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I knew him too. Oh, yeah. That's true. Anywho. Yeah. Well, he knew him better. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we had an intervention with you, I think, in a way. <laughs> Did we? No, no, no. You guys did give me some good advice. I yeah. do remember. And Marty's I, the best. Yeah. Love him so much. Uh, probably him more than me. Yeah. Um, and then, lo and behold, I go to Florida <laughs> to live during the pandemic after I realized that COVID wasn't real and uh, no one can get it. And then I got it. And then uh, I met some folks there. Which I thought you knew the person we're about to talk about for a long time. But you had just met him. Just met him at a show. Uh, did not know that. Thought he was a above average comedian, good person <laughs> for Florida. <laughs> great comedian for Florida. Yeah, no, Florida has great comedians. No, they do. Should. They do. But um, uh, and then uh, you started seeing him in my posts or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like that guy's cute, and I said, "Leave him should. alone." <laughs> no, first I said, "Yeah, I was against this whole thing," mm-hmm. and then um, uh, he was dating someone. They broke up. I'm like, mm-hmm. "You should, you should." Uh, I said, "You should hook up with Sarah." She thinks you're cute. And I was like, ah, you know, they'll, uh, they'll 69 and that'll be the end of it. You did say you should hook up with her? I did, yeah. I didn't know that. I did. He I was against it. He told me that you had asked him to do that birthday video. Like, he said you would not, you didn't let up. He said you asked him like three or four yeah, times. I thought it was your birthday. I cared. So I was That's like, 
I literally owe everything I have right now, relationship-wise, to you. Well, I don't want to take credit in case shit goes down. I know you don't. I know you don't. But, what but I said, I'm always against dating comedians. Yeah, but you told me. Yeah. John Silman's the comedian we're talking about. He was supposed to come here, but he, she pushed out. He didn't want to be here to face the heat of the He's Singles working. Only podcast. Yeah. Uh, let's go with that. Anyway, <laughs> then he did the podcast, came to Chicago just to do the podcast, and then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now he lives here. And then you guys started dating and now you guys live together. You yeah. Started living together after 48 hours on a Pretty on a much. Pretty much. Yeah. So uh, you're the first uh, dating story. Well, there's been people that have gotten married after doing the podcast, mm-hmm. like because of good advice I gave or bad advice. Mm-hmm. But you guys are both comedians that met through the podcast or through me. Yeah. And, and you're still together. Mm-hmm. How long have you guys been dating? A year and a month. Maybe. Yeah. A year and two months, a little wow. over a year. Not, I mean, we really did. You're right. Like, like we talked for a really long time on Instagram and then we got each other's numbers and then we started FaceTiming every day and then we started talking every day. And I feel like I knew him before I even met him in person, if that makes sense. And, I, and when you came, when he came here, we went out, we all went out a couple of times yeah. and I was mad at you because he was sober and you got him drunk. I was like, oh, Sarah, what are you doing? This guy's a disaster. I didn't know. Yes, you're yeah, right. Do these shots. And then you guys. You're right. We had, that was our last night. That was the night we got sober that night. Um, It was. Well, he was already sober. Right. He's I mean, been off and on for a long time. The longest I think he's gone is like eight years or something insane okay. like that. Um, but eight years right before he met. The no, disaster. it was not. Okay. Disaster city. You know that <laughs> nobody pours stuff down your throat or makes you do a Actually, lie. That's all your what? From what I understood is you took a shot and I might have been there. Wait, what? And you were like, do this shot. To him? To him. Yeah. Did you do that? No, we okay. had already been drinking for oh, the weekend. Okay. Like he had decided like. This is his weekend. He was of- back on the wagon, I'm pretty sure. But. We, we were so sloppy and we got like a, um, oh, I remember. we got like a 12 pack of, oh my God, I can't, uh, uh white, Stros. white claw. <laughs> Old <White>. Milwaukee. <laughs> Schlitz. No, uh, white claw. We went to the lake and we got so drunk in the middle of the day and then we got tattoos together. And did you know that? I didn't know that. No. And then. What was the tattoos of? Little raccoon faces okay because we right by the lake all those raccoons live did you mm-hmm. know that it was so stupid and he even said he was like i saw you like sobering up a little like maybe we shouldn't spend this money on a tattoo so i'd open another white claw for you and then you're like fuck it let's do okay. it but we decided after that night i mean we woke up the next I, I saw what he was like drinking he saw what i was like drinking and we didn't like each other when we were drinking like sure. so we decided then and there and then we haven't had a drink that's great i do i do approve of that i think that's yeah. great I think it's great for people as ambitious and talented as you to to get sober because it, it make better decisions. And I I do remember you when you were drunk too. And yeah, it was, it was bad. A mess. I mean, everyone is like that. I yeah. I'm drinking with. We've gotten. We used to get drunk after the uh, show we did at the Laugh Factory, mm-hmm. and it was always a bad scene. It was fun though. I mean, some of my I, I, I don't miss miss it like i'm glad that i don't drink anymore but looking back like some of my most fun memories with people oh, are absolutely. when i was drinking yeah so like that kind of makes me yeah, sad of course. but like our cat died recently or john's cat died mm-hmm. recently and we got a bottle of champagne and we poured out a little thing of champagne and i just took a sip of it i was like i'm gonna do a sip i hated it i hated it 
I got a headache right away. I didn't feel a buzz. Well, champagne gives headaches anyway. But well, yeah. yeah, but I was just, you know what I mean? Like, and it kind of re, I'm glad I did it because it reassured me. And like, you made the right decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I, I, listen, I'm, I'm pretty sober. I would say I'm relatively you are, yeah. sober. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll drink like once a month, probably. Mm-hmm. That's my average. And I uh, love seeing you drunk. It's so fun. Really? Yes. I've seen you, I've only seen you drunk like twice and you're so fun. I know. Everyone says you you're are. boring as fun. Well, the <laughs> thing is, I don't like to drink before I got on shows. Right. And so I was explaining this on a date recently, and they're like, what's the point of me starting to drink at like midnight when everyone's going to start crashing? And I'm a night owl. Mm. I'm up till four mm-hmm. every night. And then everyone's like, like, wasted by the time I've just had my first drink. Right. So it was it was a pain Right, because we, yeah, we're, well, and that's the way I looked at it. I was like, okay, this is a job. I'm trying to make this my job, like right. a real job. And I was talking to another comic who was sober and he was just like, I know it sounds lame, but like, you know, this is our job. If you're getting paid for it, it's your job. So like, think about it coming to work. Would you be, I was treating every night out, every show, like a party. Like, oh, right. I have a show tonight. I can get fucked up. I can get have right. two free drinks. It's like, and that, and I wasn't getting better. I wasn't, or maybe I was a little bit, but not as, no. I wasn't writing anything new. I wasn't, you know, hitting up a mic after you're a show. You're missing a lot of opportunities too, I think, totally. as a comedian, because when you're sober, and I remember that about you too, and I think we talked about it, maybe we didn't, but your crowd work is so much better. That's what my dad said. When you're sober. And I know that about myself too, because um, when I, I stopped drinking, when I did three shows in a row at Laugh Factory and I, I, I saw the video. Oh, each, each show. getting progressively getting drunker. <laughs> That's, that'll wake you up. And then, uh, and I just remember watching the third show, how many opportunities I missed for like punches or yeah. in the moment things. I'm like, and I remember after that, I'm like, I'm never drinking before a show yeah. again. And that's when I stopped. Before shows, I used to do a shot back then. Just really? to, to yeah. ease the stress, but, um, or the nerves. But after that, I, literally within a month of not drinking before shows, I started getting all these opportunities. Like, not drinking before shows and uh, and going cleaner mm-hmm. were the two things that gave me the most opportunities. Most in of the bigger people I've had the opportunity of opening for are sober, sober people. Absolutely sober for years. Found out, you know, early on. Look, if I'm going to get good at this at all, I have to take it serious. And for some people, they they can go and have absolutely two beers and be done with it. And it's hard because you're in a environment like we're at a comedy club where everyone's getting fucked right. up everyone's having fun you're like i want to join but your job is to entertain those fucked up people right. and like if you can't do it while having a couple drinks then because i've now that i'm sober and i was just talking to somebody about this the other day like i don't want to like feel i don't want to sound like i'm on a high horse but like now that i have these sober eyes i see everybody else who is sloppy and drunk and wasting right. a prime spot at Laugh Factory at 9.30, like mm-hmm. bombing because they're so drunk. And I'm right. like, this is like, you're like, you're better than this. You're better than it. And, and you you're taking, you're better. taking an opportunity away from somebody that's really taking it seriously. Yeah. No, I agree. And then, the, and hopefully they'll learn, they'll get better. Right. Like, I mean, we all have, but yeah. to me, that was like the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but it was hard for relationship wise yeah. to explain on so many first dates that uh let's just get coffee or something and it I, sucks that does suck I, a male comic was doing a joke i don't remember who but he, he was like i was on a date with a girl and i, I he literally said i will have a drink if she's drinking just to not make it Awkward. feel world yeah, that's f- what feel I weird do. yeah and i read this book about it and like how sober dating it's well it's so normalized like you're drinking at a baby shower at a baptism at a at a bachelorette party like it's like Every single yeah. occasion we've like 
been like it's a reason to get fucked up and it's like okay what are we really doing what are we really putting in our body like well i grew up in a, an environment where and and my best friends and i are still best friends from high school we were so drunk all the time yeah i started drinking when i was like young mm-hmm. from 16 on i drank every weekend to excess and then added days of the week as i got older yeah and so i can't picture you doing that you're I mean, I drank so... more in high school than in college. I drank so much. Really? So much. I mean, I guess I... I had a fake ID when I was 16, so I was like instantly the most popular kid. <laughs> and I was like buying everyone alcohol. I never paid for alcohol because I would be like, oh, you want a case of Keystone Light? That's $20. <laughs> and I made money. I made business. like a side hustle. But um, it was such a part of our lives that when I had to stop, I had to stop originally. I don't know if you remember, but seven years ago, I had ulcers. So I had mm. to stop. My, my doctor was like, you're going to die. Holy and shit. so I stopped. And then um, and then I went back and started drinking. And then when I came back, I was like, ah, I could do it moderately. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's just part of our society. You don't you don't smoke weed, right? I don't or take smoke edible. Weed. Have you, you've tried it though, right? You I don't used like to it? smoke pot every day when I was in college. Okay. Yeah, no, okay. I don't do it anymore. Cool. I get paranoid. Okay, because you guys still edibles. Edibles. Are, edibles are my thing, and I I have really bad anxiety. So like before dispensaries, I would like like pick up from a dealer or whatever, and I would either feel amazing when I smoked, or I would freak out even more. Like I did, and it, you know I went and, you and I right. sat down at a dispensary, and they're like legit. They're not doctors, but you know they're like asking you questions. Like yeah, and she was like get your medical card. I suggest this, 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 this amount of CBD, this, and like, sure enough, it's like, it the helps me, but you have, but you, that's why dispensaries are so great. Cause it's like, you know what you're getting, you know, you're not buying mm-hmm. a bag of random, you don't know if it's indica, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Like, you know, what you're getting, I try not to smoke just cause of, you know, lung stuff. So I just try to keep it to like a you, little edible every night. It's my little treat. It relaxes me, but you don't use it to, party then ever i do i haven't i'm not gonna lie i haven't been to a party party you know just no but i mean like if you're like okay you 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 guys want to just let loose what do you yeah we'll do that that's a different pot then yes okay yeah yeah yeah. yep so then you're then you're like california sober exactly is that what they call it yes but it is yeah it's fine yeah that is what it is yeah well that still counts i think i think alcohol is the one thing that um yeah, I mean, I don't know. Pot for me would just make me paranoid, and like, n- I've seen it make people not um, active or mo- it, yeah. it fucks with your motivation at yeah. least. So that's why I was. That's why, it. I d- yeah, I wait till like usually. I just stuck to coke. Night. That was the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the days. Miss that. <laughs> yeah, that one. That one's a fun one. Shout out to all my uh, dealers that I know. I thought you were just gonna shout, shout out to cocaine. Shout out. <laughs> Let's give it out to cocaine. No, that's no, no. fun. So let's get back to this. Oh, yeah. Um, so now that you have dated a relate, uh, are dating a comedian, mm-hmm. do you uh, see why it's bad or toxic? Or do you think the pros outweigh the, con- the cons? Okay. So I. And I know you guys have a different situation r- than most. In what way? Well, it's 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 successful. And That's you guys true. Are I was thinking about different this levels and today, stuff too. Because yeah. I knew you were going to ask me something like this. And <clears throat> I. Okay. You know, I'm bisexual. Did you know that? I did know that. I mean, everybody. I thought it was a phase. I didn't know. No, everybody. So did my parents. Uh, (laughs) Shout out to your parents. Yeah. I don't. Tina. What's up? Tina and. Uh, The guy. The other guy. The guy she's married to. (laughs) A roommate. I don't know. A roommate for 48 years. Um, 
Uh, I don't. I will never find a man that I like like how I like John. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Um, maybe I'll find like a lady that I really like down the line, and like we'll have to like address that. But like I know for a fact, there's not another guy that will. And he's not perfect, but like he, we, I just feel like there's some people that just like get each other and whatever he's lacking, I kind of bring to the table and whatever I'm lacking, he, yeah, absolutely. Like he, I'm an anxious ball of OCD energy and he's this calming force, but then he's not organized. So then I have that, like we just work. We, yeah. And I, he's pro Trump, you're pro Jill Stein. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) We're both anti-abortion. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you guys are at the pro-choice. Pro-life, yeah. But it Pro-life, just, yeah. What was your original question? I was getting back to it. It was The pros and cons outweighing it. So you're talking about bisexuality and how yeah. does that play a role then? Um, just that, uh, just that, I don't know how it plays a role. Just, I, 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 I don't know why I brought that up. Are I you guys open? He's open to, he's okay with you like, dating women? No, I don't want to date a woman i just want like i like i love flirting with people like if i can like but also i haven't done that a lot since i've been drinking i would like get drunk and like make it yeah yeah yeah, and make out with whoever i wanted show my tits at a bar like that's what i would do yeah 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 and so now i haven't done that but i there's not really any cons right now honestly Mm -hmm. because we work together we bounce i write really good jokes for him which is weird and he writes really jokes good jokes for me or like Mm -hmm. he'll write something and I'll be like, I can't say this as a straight white man. Give it to me. And it yeah. crushes. And everything we've written for each other, like, destroys every time. That's good. You're like a team. It's writing really, team. really, a really good writing team. And I never thought I was going to be able to date anybody, let alone a comedian, because I'm such a dick, confident no, woman <laughs> in comedy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like Chelsea Handler, uh, uh, Nikki Glaser, yeah. like they uh, have been single for, well, not Chelsea anymore, but f- single for so long because, and people have told me this, like funny women terrify men. Like it's like intimidating. You're like an alpha female Yeah, too. it's like yeah. intimidating to them. And like my last boyfriend broke up with me. He'd give me like 50 different reasons for why he dumped me. But one of them was, I can't handle your success. Oh, I was like, I'm nobody, dude. Like, what are you talking? We was met at a bar show. Yeah. What are you talking about? And it's just like little things like that men, do you know what I mean? And so he's so pro me. You know what I mean? I've never have somebody, yeah, I've never dated somebody that's one cheerleader, rooted yeah. for me and a thousand percent. And he helps you organize percent. shows and stuff. He I've like seen wants what he's done. Me, yes, yeah. he wants me to be successful. He doesn't want to be this famous person. He just wants to be able to do stand up every night. That's his goal. Mm-hmm. I want to be... I want to make this King my thing big. Yeah. So it really works out really well. So right now there's no cons. Sure. Um, except for the small dick. But um, <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> it's average. It's average. But um, yeah, right now it's just all positive. Do you guys, uh, have you guys, uh, have you guys talked about inviting thirds in and stuff like that? No. Like I said, I don't think, I, I don't I think it would invited. be a guy. I don't think it would be a guy. It'd be a girl. Yeah. He'd I can't. probably be okay with that. I think so. Yeah. I can't imagine me like I was thinking about that the other day though. I can imagine me like liking a girl but not finding another guy that I like more than John ever. Ever. Okay. And you think that if you did like a girl would that be cons- constituting cheating in your relationship or is he okay? We would dis- discuss we would it? discuss that. That's the other thing like we're so open with communication like more like every single time yeah, I-, I got dumped I was blindsided because the guy wasn't talking to me. He was just like, "Yeah, we're fine. We're fine." Yeah. Like it was so closed off. 
So I think because we're so open with like how we're talking about stuff, if I was like, hey, I met this girl. She's so hot. I'm going to go make out with her. Is that okay? He'd be like, yeah, I don't fucking care. He also doesn't care about a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. which makes it really easy. I'm like, can I decorate the apartment? I don't care. Can I order this food? I don't care. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's very easy. That's fine. Because <laughs> I'm very opinionated. So yeah, you are. it works. Shut up. Um, <laughs> and, and, and yeah. For the record, if people are saying I'm a dick to you, keep in mind that Sarah's the meanest person to me off the off. We the are mean audio. to each other. Fair. We've had a very brother sister relationship Fair. since the day that Uncle we met. Niece. Uncle Niece. Uncle Niece, right? Um, I was trying to give you some credit, but yeah, <laughs> Uncle Niece. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, okay, so have you have now that you've gotten a little more successful since you've last been on more significantly more su- successful than the prior episodes when nobody knew who you were yet, especially. Episode six, you weren't even doing comedy. Not yet. really doing stand up. No, I was like sketching improv. So, yeah. are you now getting guys that you've dated in the past reaching out to you? Not guys I've dated in the past, or but women, but high school people, people that didn't even look at me in high school or talk to me in high school, or I didn't even know they knew who what I was. What were you like in high school again? I forgot. I was the class clown. I was voted most likely to be on SNL. I was like half jock, half theater geek. So I played lacrosse and field hockey. So you're popularish. I had my, I, it's cliche, but I had my, my fingers in each little click, each each little pie. I I was, I would entertain the popular people. I would entertain the jocks, the nerds, the theater, like my sister and my twin sister, she was in the popular group. She would sit with the popular table. She was the That's so weird that you guys were different. Right. But we had like. Overlap. I had, yeah, overlap. And I had my friends on the lacrosse team and my theater geeks. So it was just kind of like, and then I had one solid girlfriend. No, like a guy and a girl that the three of us, we would eat lunch together every day. And we were just kind of. In, take in, over the in betweens yeah. you know what i mean we were like in between people so okay. i was like i guess I, I don't know that's when i found out i was funny though i would yeah. like ma- i would like make everybody laugh and i started and the first time i ever did anything comedy related was i roasted which i didn't even realize at the time was really stand-up comedy but i roasted the seniors of my lacrosse team i got my coach to when you were a freshman agree to do it oh, yes okay. i was the f- only freshman to make varsity and <laughs> I would just like jerk around at practice all the time. <laughs> I can't believe she let me. I was like, can I roast the seniors at the banquet in front of everyone's parents, yeah. everything. And I crushed, like my dad still has it on film somewhere. And like at the time I was just like being funny. I didn't really, re- and, but now looking back, I'm like, holy shit. Like that was my first roast. Is he weird about you? Do you know where that tape is? Or is he like, it's weird because him and your mom have a sex tape on the same tape. Or- <laughs> oh my God. No. What do you think? That VH- <laughs> it was on his phone. I'm not that old. Oh. but. Okay. Well, no, I mean, your dad, if he has it on video. He just really wanted I just <laughs> fuck my mom. <laughs> I just wonder if they're, if your parents made a sex tape. Have you ever made a sex tape? I've never. I'm terrified. I'm terrified that like some you ex-boyfriend has a nude of me somewhere. I'm sure it'll come out. There's nudes of you you've sent to people. I know. And I love what, I think Whitney Cummings did that. Like she someone got ahead of threatened it. and she was like, here, here are my nudes. I'm like, that's so fucking badass. It's like, who cares? I think you, know? you sent, you sent probably you sent us all i think but that's one what i'm day. saying like i don't like a lot of i guess i didn't remember what i forgot when i was drinking because people do you know what i mean yeah, because I like do. adam burke and somebody was telling me something like something i did at galway i'm like i did that like i didn't re- i didn't give i just wanted to party i was just like yeah i mean if i was so, a lot of the times when we were out drinking i also was drinking so it would but be not like, as much you could handle yeah, it. yeah but you know i would mean? gray out I wouldn't black out, but I would. It would be like really? gray. Yeah, you don't, you don't show it though. You would never know. Yeah, people can't tell because mm-hmm. I'm pretty much the same. 
but I would go the the people that I would go out with in the comedy world were always I I always felt like I had to be the responsible one. Mm-hmm. So at some point it would click. You're like and the I'm dad like, of the group yeah. or the mom of the group. Well, yeah. Also going out with Jonah and stuff like you're like, oh, God, like he's so much more drunk than me. But he's he's like a functioning it's alcoholic. It's really scary so, how yeah. you can just talk to him in the middle of blackout. Yeah, he just blacks out <laughs> in the middle. But people do that. They pass people out in the middle of the conversation. To... Oh, my God, it's crazy. Shout out to Jonah, friend <laughs> yeah. of the show. Love him. Episode 69. No, I don't know what episode. <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> if it was true. If, episode... we look, if we look back and it really was. No, I think he was, he, was, he was only single for a brief period of time. Okay, so... You didn't make it. You guys should make a sex tape because you know why he'll probably if I was John, I would make one because then that way, if and when you're famous, <laughs> it'll be like the what's that lady that had one that went out after she um, was famous. Oh, was like a, oh uh, from the White Stripes. Meg White had one mm. and then the other girl. There was another person. So that'll be Are like people your, making sex tapes still like tapes, videos. Yeah. Seriously? Fuck yeah. That joke them. you did the other night is true. That's a true story. No way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's That's... a combination of two people, but yeah, I have multiple sex tapes. No way. Way. I didn't know that was a. Th- what do you do with it? You I'm just so glad do it I just did to it. do it, and then you watch it later. Or you just do it just to have it. I what? did it uh, because well, one of the situations I did it with the girl was like way hotter than me, and I wanted to have evidence. And of she it. obviously agreed yeah, to she, it. She That's knows about it. Wild. She was there, and I'm so glad that I did do it. I wish it was better footage. Because this is like 2000, <laughs> 2004. You, you said you look really hot, right? I looked You're, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like my body was a wonderland. <laughs> Would you ever I let was, me watch it? Yeah, I think so. I think I'm. <laughs> That's awesome. You can't really see any. I mean, it's I just like that. my body and, and the lighting is bad. Just but, the um, angle of your balls flopping on her. It's so far away. <laughs> it's so far away. You can't see balls. <laughs> but you can see that evidence that your penis does get smaller as you get older. Like um, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was a lot. I feel, yeah, I was larger. I didn't know what I was doing, but I mean, my God, my moves. I was like, I was in better shape, mm-hmm. more endurance. But you're in pretty good shape for how old you are, aren't yeah. you? You work out. And I you work eat out, but I can't, you can't, j- can't, do that. can't jackhammer for don't two even, hours. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> Not that anyone wants that. I don't but want it. Nobody wants it. Yeah. I'm glad I have it on tape. And that's why, you know, I was, I was probably like 20. In my t- mid twenties, when I did the first one, I was like, "Oh God!" I'm so we literally have it. talked about like start well, starting, Only you know, fans. A, a, pay, a Patreon Fun or OnlyFans, and like <laughs> because I saw that that bitch from um, Doctor Phil made the Cash Me Outside girl. Oh yeah, is that true? She made like forty million dollars. No, on OnlyFans without even showing an areola. It's just tit pics, like cleavage, butt cheeks. I'm like. Well, fuck! If I could do like that without trying like my titty or my feet, or, you or, won't get as much money, but you get like a couple bucks here, right? Yeah. Like, so maybe people would pay to see us fuck. I don't know. I, I think people would when you get a little bigger, for yeah. sure. When you've got like fifty thousand followers, I'm or something like, like almost that desperate. I'm like at, on the verge for like, what? For money or fame? Both. <laughs> like if someone... Don't get fame from it. Get right. money. Well, after that's you the other the thing. Fame. Like, I don't want like. Because people have, I have had like my quote unquote fans, followers, like a few of them literally DM me, be like, what's your OnlyFans link? You should have an OnlyFans, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, shit, maybe I should. Like I thought about it during the pandemic when everyone was like out of work. I was like, fuck, dude. A lot of people did it. Right. But then I was like, what if I get, you know, Jimmy Fallon one time and 
three years, four years, five years, and people Google Sarah Perry. And, and then the there, first yeah. thing that comes up is my vagina. I you don't want do that. You can do a fake. You can do a different name, but I think they could still. It's there still, was someone that did it in the no. comedy world. Don't say the name, but mm-hmm. I, didn't she have a big fan? Only fans page? If it's who you're th- I'm thinking of, then I don't think they really do comedy anymore. Well, okay, yeah. But but, uh, but yeah, yeah. They made like, you can make a living on it. I think every, in it, yeah, hell yeah, do it. If people are willing to pay for something like that, it's legal, it's consensual. Fuck yeah, do it. Yeah. I just don't. If I d- wasn't trying to be a successful comedian, I would have done it. There you go. For sure. Okay. And I was in and I was in desperate need for money. I would 100% do it. Okay. So I get it. And I think John would approve of it. He, like I said, he doesn't he care, care about a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, what what do you think is different about other than the writing that's a benefit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've dated musicians, you've dated mm-hmm. regular people. What's the difference that now that you have a comedian? He I can 100% be myself around him. And I used to think I can be myself around the other guys I've dated. Like I really did. Like my last guy I was like, I was so sure he was the one. I was so sure. And he said I was the one for him. And like, and so when he broke up with me, I was so devastated. Cause I was like, that was my person. That was supposed to be my person. Yeah. And it wasn't until I met John that you realize why it didn't it's so cheesy, but you realize why it didn't work out for those other people. Sure. And he did not, now thinking about it, he did not get my sense of humor. I couldn't say like a fucked up joke in front of him without him being judgy. Like, so it's a hundred percent. I can be myself. We can bounce shit off of each other. We have the same exact sense of humor. We never ever judge each other for thinking something, saying something, asking a dumb question, anything like that. So I just got really lucky. I think he's, Good. he's very chill. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when you broke up, though, you were like caught off guard, too. Mm-hmm. And you were in a dark, dark place. That was episode 213 mm. for all I you didn't guys. even want to pause right this. now and then go back and listen to that. And it's then just me. Like, the difference. Hey. <laughs> Does it get better, guys? I did say that. I think I did say that. I started out. Actually, I think I got I got dr- wasted on that one, too, on that episode because Marty DeRosa brought over White Claws and I had like two. I was like. This stuff is great. Really? And I had to go on a date or something. I, I remember asking, you were like, I think you should do it because you're still raw and I think it'll be really good. And I was like, can I bring vodka? <laughs> oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did not want to do that. I was See, like, I told you it all worked out. Yeah. Um, you're right. You're always right. What are the downsides of dating a comedian? Whether it's John or dating you, what do you think are the downsides for people that as you've seen it, You've done both, and now you are dating a comedian. I mean, the downside is if we do ever break up, it'll suck. We have mm-hmm. all the same friends right now. We see, have the same shows. Like he opens for me. Like, but as but currently, like personality wise, mm-hmm. or things that you've noticed that are like you're like oh, like when you get something, do you feel bad having to tell him? No. Like, Okay. Uh-uh. Cuz he's a he's a cheerleader. That's he, actually Yeah, true. 100%. Like he I honestly, like he doesn't he wants everything that I want for myself. He wants it even more. Like mm-hmm. and like he's like I'm just going to ride your wave. But it's not like he's like just like trucking along. He's like busting his ass and yeah, avails for me. Too, yeah. Like he's almost like my personal assistant. It's right. so funny. And like he's like he's, he's dealing with stuff. the money stuff like and like I overheard him one time on the phone with a buddy of his. He was like half joking and we were talking about doing a run in Florida and he's like, "Hey dude, what do you mean you're not giving her that? You gave that amount of money to what's his name? Is it cuz she's a girl? Cuz that's really fucked up." Okay, cool. Agreed. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. And like I overheard it like so I yeah, but you got to be careful about that too. I'll talk to him about that separately. Yeah. Because when I used to manage bands, <clears throat> I t- and or I was booking people whose significant others were were booking the person, mm-hmm. like they would sometimes 
because they had a vested interest, they would like sometimes it was like they went too far and then they would That's fuck true. over their own talent. Like I remember I had a guy pushing really hard to get his artist, his girlfriend on a show mm-hmm. at the Metro, which is the number one Huge, venue. Yeah. And, uh, and the black keys had, was booked. The guy who was in the black keys was booking uh, a side project. And he's like, we're going to have her. Can they close the show? And she's like, no, my, my girl's going to close. I'm like, I think you should just let them do mm-hmm. this. Like, and then, and it became a whole ordeal. And then, uh, because the contract said they had to close or whatever. Right. And I'm like, this Reminds is a me of bad the mo- Monique drama yeah. going on right now. <laughs> but this is different because it was a smart decision for them because she was a nobody. And here's someone that wasn't, a, wasn't nobody, but they were produced by mm-hmm. a huge artist. Right. And the venue, the owner asked them to do this as a favor and he wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They never played the Metro again. And now that guy's, they broke up and now she's better off. But they pushed it too far. We're in this like limbo right now, like this middle space where we're not beginners at stand-up, but we're not anybody, you know, big. Mm -hmm. So we're, but we're in that middle space and it is hard like asking. Making decisions. Yeah, yeah, making decisions, asking for what you think you deserve, but not pushing too much because they'll easily get somebody else that wants it. And um, I share that article today that was like, comedians need to start pushing back because we've been getting the paid paid the Dick, same $25 yeah. for 50 years. Right. And, but the, but the reason that is, is because comedians are selfish and there's always going to be some guy that's like, well, I'll do it for free. I'll do it for 10 bucks, whatever. You know, you, you don't like it enough. Stage you time grind. is stage time. Yeah, that's right. So it's, 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 but I always, I always tell people like, look, if it's a huge opportunity, you know, do you want to just take the, the think long term? The hit. Totally. Yeah. And I've had to do that with tons of stuff. For you yeah. especially, like I always tell I always say, like, just think long term. Like the unless you really need them like some people obviously you need the twenty five dollars mm-hmm. for a show, but it's like sometimes I'll I'm luck I'm fortunate enough where I don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like I'll just be like, Listen, I know you guys the show didn't do well. Mm-hmm. So just let me go long because I want more time. That's awesome. And give the money to the other I know comics. another comic that does that. That's I just so, do that all the time. Yeah. But I also think because I've the more stage time I get, the better I get, and the and more that's people what that you're see looking me. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, not yeah. in that position right now. Right. So that's always what I tell people. Um, that's great. Whether that's right or wrong, I just I look at it from the business side too because I was on the business side for so long, mm-hmm. not in comedy but music. Um, so, but that's something that especially is hard when you're dating someone who is your biggest cheerleader totally. and your ally and your pseudo manager uh assistant i'm so. sure we will get into some some negatives i th- right now the only con back to your question is that we don't make any money and we fight over money you know what yeah. i mean and we're living together but we're not like married or like engaged or anything like that so we living have two, in sin we have two you hearing sep- that tina sperry <laughs> she was like weirdly cool about us move i think she was just like whatever you're my fourth kid do whatever you yeah, want they've already given up on you yeah so like, it was uh, like they were weirdly cool about the it. The moment that your parents stop like thinking you're going to be traditional is the probably the best moment for everybody. They found that out a long time ago. Yeah, yeah it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So well, we're almost out of time okay. here, Sarah. That went so quickly. I know. Oh, well, fun. we talked more about comedy than the relationship, but I'm glad you guys uh, worked out. But I wanted to keep this um, as a as a placeholder because it's evergreen. So mm-hmm. if Things work out. You can be like, Paul's going to be the 
fucking main. I get the. I get to do the the speech at the wedding. I was just gonna ask you, would you be? Fuck would yeah. you agree to be a part of it? But if it goes badly, I can be like, I told you so. If we get a divorce, you can be our divorce. <laughs> I'll be lawyer. the lawyer on one side, <laughs> like a win-win. Uh, and that'll be hard. I guess I have a conflict of interest, but I can be like the mediator you for would the right fee. We have talked, like joked about that. Like whose side do you think Paul would take? And I'm like, actually, that's kind of hard Man. because bros for life. But like I've known him longer. I've known you longer. Yeah. Longer. I'd probably take your side, yeah. especially since he didn't show up. <laughs> I keep looking at the seat that he would be in. Like, what do you think, John? Think, oh, no, I'm glad I'm we're kidding. doing this. I wanted him to do his own thing. Like oh, he he's did. not doing it. And then he's my, no one earlier. And then my own thing. And then if something, I mean, it would be cool if we like, we did get married one day we came back on sure. the podcast have you ever had a married couple on the podcast Not, no but i had a guy who did the podcast mm-hmm. and then he never went on the apps he met his girl his girlfriend now wife on the podcast that's happened on the podcast i mean through the she through heard someone him on listening the po- yeah, shut yeah, yeah, yeah. up you shut up and they're married now they're married now that's and then so cute um a lot of people have dated through meeting people that have been on the podcast that's but so look at you, you're like a matchmaker mm, also Lately, a recent guest just started sending me mass mean text saying, your advice was wrong. I got my heart broken. But I mean, I think she's just in a bad what place. The she, hell? she got done by a guy that she met on an app that I encouraged her to go on. So. Oh, that's not your fault. What yeah. app? Oh, Hinge. It's oh. a normal one. Yeah. 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 I mean, what can you do? I'm glad I'm not a part of that dating app thing. Are you still on them? Yeah, but I'm so bi- I'm like never in the same city. I'm in right, Chicago now right. for the summer, so I hope to like have some normalcy. Some, but some normal sex. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm it's I'm in a place where I, I just I look forward to just going home and masturbating. It's great, dude. I love that. I'm it's the same. The best. I'm the same. I'm just like meh. I just want to get food. I don't have right? to deal with knock it out really quick. Then you can get on with your day. Yeah. <laughs> Watch Breaking Bad. Oh, it's yeah, great. Dude. I just finished it. It's the best show ever. You know. <laughs> I did. It's a little late. Oh, yeah. It's better late than ever. Sperry, where can uh, people find out more about your upcoming dates and stuff? Everything is on my Instagram. So it's Sperry Comedy. Sperry, like the boat, those ugly boat shoes, comedy. Um, and that's my handle for everything. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, my website, my Gmail, everything. Is your website updated on dates too? It's not on dates, no. But so Instagram is the place to go. All I know, right. I need to. Get that shit done. I know. All right. Thanks, Sarah, for coming on thank the you. podcast. Love you. Uh, thank you all for listening to Sarah for the seventh time on Singles Only. Mm-hmm.